Welcome to Two Gins In, the podcast for renovators who want to stay in control and not want to screw up on their investment. We're all about keeping your dream alive through careful planning and taking the right action towards the success of your renovation or new build project. We're both qualified interior and building designers that take our craft seriously, but more importantly, not ourselves. Hi, I'm Helen. And I'm Karen, and we're excited to have you join us this Friday afternoon for our Renovators Delight, where we take you behind the scenes of the design and construction world. We'll be chatting with industry experts, sharing your, our own knowledge and experience. We'll set you up with valuable tools and handy tips to relieve your anxiety, reduce the overwhelm, and ultimately help you to make informed decisions throughout the renovation journey. So why two gins in, Karen? Well, Helen, why not? After all, it is Friday afternoon. And what better way to end the work week than with a couple of gins or cocktails to celebrate the week ahead and head into another weekend. Welcome to today's episode of Two Gins In, A Designer's Perspective. Today we have a very special guest joining us who is also a very dear friend of ours. It's Deb Deeth, the owner and founder of one of Sydney's most sought after glazing companies, Greater Glass. Join us today as we delve into the fascinating world of glazing as we sit down with Deb to discuss all things there is related to this essential, very essential aspect of construction. Whether you're embarking on a new build project or considering a small scale renovation like a small bathroom makeover, or perhaps even contemplating major renovations that encompass your entire home, including the pool, Deb is here to share her wealth of knowledge and experience within the glass industry. Throughout our conversation today, Deb will offer valuable insights into the intricacies of the glazing trade. She will shed light on the various ways in which we can enhance the livability of our homes through thoughtful glass installations. Quite often overlooked until the last minute, Deb emphasises the importance of pre-planning for your glazing needs. By taking that bit of extra time to consider your options early on, you can make informed decisions that will not only improve the aesthetics of your space, but also optimise its functionality and energy efficiency. So sit back, relax, grab your drink of choice as we embark on a captivating journey into the world of glass. Prepare to be enlightened and inspired by Deb's expertise and passion for creating exceptional glazing solutions that can only enhance our living environments. Hello and happy Friday. Hi. Hi. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. This is Deb Deeth interviewing Deb today. Uh, Deb is in the glazing industry, so thanks for joining us, Deb, on this Friday afternoon. Um, know you love gin like we do, so absolutely good to have you on the two gins in. Thank you. Okay, so as one of Sydney's sought-after glazing companies, you are definitely in the know. You know what's happening, what's coming up, what's, you know, you've seen the industry evolve over the years. So tell us a bit about yourself and your business before we get into the nitty-gritty of the questions. Tell us all about Greater Glass. Greater Glass, okay. And yourself too. I'm married a glazier. 
20 years ago almost and um greater glass was formed from there i guess mm -hmm. he was a subcontractor for a while and out of necessity there was a gap in the market i think it was on maternity leave and mm -hmm. um away we went so yeah fast forward almost 20 years and um, we have a quite a diverse glazing business in Kiralee mm -hmm. and service the southeastern Sydney market. Uh, so yeah, that's, um, that's great in a nutshell, I guess. So I guess being in this industry, the construction glazing industry for that twenty year period, can you offer us some insights into the glazing industry and what's? I know there's a lot of changes happening, particularly in construction, with the building commissioner coming through and pretty much correcting. Mm. introducing lots of new regulations how has that affected your industry so give us some insights into yeah that. super super topical um the building commissioner has bought particularly to new south wales which is where um, where we play mm -hmm. um so i guess the three super hot topics right now mm -hmm. are um, one being compliance yes. um two being energy and three is the skills or lack of. And for me, probably that's at the top of my list for, for my business and mm -hmm. many other glazing companies. So if we start with um, compliance, mm -hmm. um, so the National Construction Code, um, yes. phase one, at least for New South Wales, um, is here from the 1st of May. So that is multiple coming, <laughs> yeah, and super exciting. Yeah. So in terms of glass, what that means is the AS 1288-2021, which um, governs the selection and installation of glass in mm -hmm. Australia and New Zealand, mm -hmm. um, that is now law. Um, because it's listed in the National Construction Code. And um, a quick snapshot of what that looks like for glazers and consumers is um, the two main things that I see that have changed for um, greater glass at least is, and many others is, um, the definition of a what some, most people know as a balustrade yes. um, um, is now a barrier. So there's mm -hmm. lots of changes okay. around that. And right. also overhead glazing. Okay. So the two things that they have in common in relation to what's changed is they are they've started to limit um, the use of toughened glass in some of these areas. So um, when you say overhead, is that when you're talking about toughened glass overhead? Correct. So yeah. in a awning, right. um, a roof, an outdoor pergola, okay. skylight. So mm -hmm. there are a lot of changes around when toughened can be used, mm -hmm. um, and particularly in barriers as well. So balustrades, okay. um, particularly where there's more than a metre drop-off on the other side. Okay. So there's lots of changes around that, and it's great for the consumer because the, the design element and it's all around safety. Safety, yeah, exactly. and based on what's happened in the past and precedents being set in that area and mm -hmm. new technology coming through and just tightening up, um, particularly with balustrading, is a lot around the actual design so it's not just about the piece of glass, it's about the fittings you're using yes. and what you're fixing into and the the loads and particularly wind loads and live loads yes. and, and what what's best um, and safest in that particular mm -hmm. design scenario. So that's that's one thing that's happening. Um, the other big thing um, in compliance, as you would probably know, is the seven-star. Yes. Seven-star housing. Big thing that mm. we're, we're all going to have to be ticking the boxes in the coming years. So it's quite a hard thing to achieve for anything built in the past. So tell us a bit about the seven-star rating, how that's affected your industry and the changes there. So it's going to, um, particularly for window, so Greater Glass, we don't produce um, windows for the residential market, but mm -hmm. any window company 
um, will have to um, start looking at this so that they can meet the compliance of these new bills moving yes. forward. So um, obviously the seven-star housing is around all of the building elements of the house that yes. make it the most energy efficient it can be. So in years to yes. come, we're not relying heavily on energy to heat and cool our homes. Well, exactly. So I'll just jump in there yeah. and say as we're aware, I mean, even in Victoria, we've spoken about this um, in another podcast, that gas will be phased out, which is a very hard thing to phase mm -hmm. out here in Australia. We're very reliant on it. Um, but that's what we're working and moving towards all those changes to be capable of ticking the boxes for the seven stars. So your windows, your heating, and all that sort yep. of stuff needs yep. to be on point, doesn't it, too? Correct. So so essentially windows are going to have to perform better. Yes. And, look, the technology is there and it's getting better mm -hmm. um, with PVC and timber and double glazing and low encoded glass. Like there's a, there's a stack of... And it's not just about the glass, it's the frame it sits in, it's the whole window system yes. and how that rates and, and how energy efficient that is. In com and then that all goes together with the mix of all the building el building elements. Mm. Um, however, I see um, in the marketplace there's so many people that aren't geared up to do that and and cheapest is not best because it's going to cost you in the long run because you won't be able to afford to heat and fill your home. Absolutely. So it's an investment yes. um, in, your, in your property. Um, so... A secondary to that is the existing housing stock. So this, this is where it's a tough one, isn't it? Too? Massive because issue. Because that's what eventually your major renovations will have to tick those boxes as well. So in the past we haven't had to worry about that. Yep. So like you're saying, it's it's how that window's fitted into the build. How can you see? Is that do you think see that as an issue, or you just see it's more in the building detail uh, and how these windows are installed? Oh, all of the above. So, yeah, and and how are we going to deal with, with social housing and older homes where yes. there's people that can't afford it? Exactly. They're, look, it's definitely a big issue. There's a lot of work to do, and I don't believe we've got the skills in the marketplace to take that on. Mm -hmm. um, however, the government will address it in the next, you know, I'd say three to five years. There's yes. going to have to be a program to somehow. Yeah. It will be a slow progression. Absolutely. Because, yeah. as you said, there's so many existing homes that need renovating, older homes, so we're not going to tick those boxes instantly. No, it's, and look, it's going to take decades. It's going to take probably. decades, but it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, we're moving in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah, These things take time yeah. and we will all eventually get there because we all want to be energy efficient when it comes to heating and cooling our homes. Absolutely. We want to be comfortable. Like, that's the thing. Like, why build a house if you're not going to be comfortable and you have to walk in the door and you can't open the window and you, you have to turn the air conditioner on, which is going to cost that's you $1,000 yeah. a quarter. Like, it yes. just doesn't make any sense. Yes, but it can yeah. be achieved if you know, like yourself, the right people to go to and yep. implement that in the planning stages. Agreed, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like just to, to touch on that, we're talking about compliance and then we're overlapping into energy, mm. but most buildings, 30% of the building is glass. glass. So it, it's, it, has to be, it has to be dealt with and, and it's detrimental to our health if we start reducing glass and and, and living in boxes, boxes with no nobody wants to do no that. natural light coming in and no fresh air and the yes. way we live in Australia is we're indoor outdoor and exactly we like that's how we live. There's nothing better yeah. like as we change yeah. through the seasons, open those doors up and yeah. let the fresh air come yeah. in. So, like you said, it's the for new builds, it's the orientation on the block. It's yes. it's all of the above. Mm. Um, so the the last big topic in terms of what's happening in the industry is skills mm. and. Okay. reality is everybody 
is looking for good talented people and greater glass is no exception. <laughs> um, so our workforce is ageing in glass and, okay. and the design of stuff, even though we are talking about, the, you know, possibly some designs are reducing glass, which mm -hmm. I don't think is great, um, others are increasing them. So the panels of glass are getting bigger. Yeah. And well, you know, lifting equipment, but the yeah. reality is sometimes that can't be helped. You can't get lifting equipment into certain areas and depending on where the building is. So, yeah, um, we need lots of young people. So shameless plug for the glass <laughs> industry here. Go for it. Um, Go there's for stacks it. of work. Yeah. There's so much work. It's such um, a skilled industry too. And then, like you said, there's so much work out there. So, and as you said, 30% of the building yeah. the average is glazing. So you need to trade. That's and right. We don't want this industry to die. Like It's a licensed trade in New South Wales. People don't realise that. They go, oh, do you need a licence to be a glazer? Yes, in New South Wales right now, yeah. if the job you're doing is equal to or greater than $5,000, including material and labour, right. then you have to have a licence. Interesting. People, mm. wouldn't, people wouldn't know No. That. And as we said, glass is not going away. So this oh. industry needs to be boosted by Absolutely. younger trades coming through. It really Men and women. Yes, agree. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. So, yes, skills, bright future in glazing. There's so much you can do from engineering to design um, to installation. Oh, like there's so many things you so can do. So many areas that you can oh, go into. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So thank you for the insights. Now, I do believe there was an announcement recently with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about the board. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. yeah. So, um Yes, I have recently been appointed to the Agua Board, which is the Australian Glass and Window Association. Mm -hmm. um, Congratulations. Naturally. Yeah, it's cheers to that. Excuse me. Well Thank done. you very much. <laughs> we'll take a break oh. and have a drink. <laughs> Thank you. So it's a real privilege to sit um, on this board amongst um, all these talented glass mm -hmm. uh, experts. So um, I'm hoping that I can be a voice to um, my role is there to represent New South Wales glaziers, mm -hmm. um, of which there are many. And I think um, coming into the time that we are, um, for those young people starting out or existing glazing companies, there is so much, as we said, yes. um, compliance to keep track of. There's inflationary pressures. We've had supply chain issues still at, on the back of COVID. Yes. Um, so I think... Um, Anyone that can, the Agua represents over 1,200 member companies around okay. the country. Okay. And um, we are um, an advocate for uh, the industry. It needs to be strong. It, if it's strong, then it helps the consumer yes. um, have better choice, better products. Mm -hmm. And the more people that we can get to join our great association and the more glances I can support with their businesses and upskill them and increase their knowledge, then it's a win-win for, um, for everybody. So the association, is that something that the, like the homeowner can go to looking for information? Absolutely. To glaziers and when people stop and consider their windows, which we'll look at. Absolutely. So um, the AGWA website, right. which is just agwa.com.au, mm -hmm. um, has a consumer um page that you can just right. jump on it's right on the front okay. um, screen and you can see a list of all the accredited great glaziers around the country mm -hmm. window manufacturers and glaziers okay. and um, it just will give the consumer peace of mind to yes. know that they're um, choosing an accredited company um, we have an anata accreditation for our window um, fabricators which means that people are actually going into their factories checking they're doing the right thing um, checking their credentials on a regular um, yearly basis. So, has, has that come about through 
the building commissioner as well for your industry because I know it, it's happened for builders and people like ourselves. We now have to be licensed building designers to work on class two buildings. Mm. We've spoken about that in the past. Yeah. Is that happening for your industry as well? Is he, are these checks? No. no um, we are. So we're ahead of, I feel like we're ahead of the, of the pack really. We're yeah. driving change okay. and we're pushing forward to um, so that people know how relevant glass is to all yes. to buildings and that that we can create awareness around mm -hmm. how important and so, um the aspect of a window is how important it is to have it installed properly so it doesn't leak yes um oh look i could go on and on but yeah so but you're ahead of that because we, we are I, ahead of that yeah i feel like you know obviously building commission is going to go through the other classes yeah. in um when it comes to construction and building so yeah good for you guys There's to a be lot ahead because we you're, are, you're a big yeah. part of the construction industry. Absolutely. So to be on point and, and you know, be able to go to your platform and check that, you know, you've got accredited glaziers is peak mm. of mind. And we we feel um, that we should be on par with um, carpenters oh, absolutely. And, and other trades. Like not more. Because it is it is just as important mm -hmm. as as a as a framework yeah. or as as sewer or whatever. It, it's just couldn't agree more. Like, so we're pushing more. Like yeah. I said, where are we with that um, that building commissioner mm -hmm. um, space? We are pushing more to have our trade licensed. Yes, we're not licensed in every state in Australia. We right. are licensed in New yeah. South Wales, mm -hmm. and we're pushing to make that licensing more stringent. As you said repeating myself at 30% oh, yes. of the building. So why wouldn't you have to, you know, be just as Absolutely. Yep. And just so, Agree, yes. Yeah, very good. Okay, so the importance of pre-planning. You know, Helen and I are all about pre-planning. Yes. We spoke to Aaron Tats from um, Tat Construction the other week on the podcast about he's all about pre-planning. Mm. So in terms of glazing, let's jump into that and tell us about all the things that are overlooked when it comes to pre-planning. I hate to say it, but we're like the forgotten. We are the forgotten trade. I call us sometimes a finishing trade. They do everything else and they go, oh, shit, we need the glass. What yeah. about the glass? Yeah. So it would have been factored yeah. in long before. Yes, I did. Um, I've got a cheat sheet in front of me here because I did write a blog about this not long ago. Okay, um, well, we'll so, attach that to yeah. the, um, the notes here, the yeah. show notes. So, so just as a, as a highlight, mm -hmm. um, I might just run through okay, the key great. things and there's lots of them. Um, communication being the first one, mm -hmm. um, plan with someone like a designer, mm -hmm. work out what has to happen in the right order. Yeah. <laughs> um, engaging a licensed professional. In New yes. South Wales, as we said, you have to have a licensed glazier to do most of what you're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. Compliance and safety, huge thing. Yes. And, and if we tap onto that energy performance requirements, mm -hmm. so the last thing you want is to get to the end of the job and the glazier you've engaged hasn't got the right paperwork. So the builder will then come to to you or to the glazier and go, where's where's this? Well, you didn't give us the spec. We didn't know what we were, what we were, we didn't have. You, the part, you weren't part of the conversation. No, we didn't have, we, don't, yeah. we didn't have, we didn't know that there had to be performance value minimums on that window or we didn't yes. know that that window had to be a certain type of glass because the DA said there was a privacy issue with the neighbour. Mm. So then you're going to have to backtrack and undo the work we've already done and redo it again. So and that just is, is so costly. costly yeah. Crazy. Speak yeah. about costly mistakes as well. Yeah. That's the big one. Yes, that huge. is a huge one. Um, so having someone that can produce the right paperwork at the end of the day, mm -hmm. really important. Mm -hmm. um, 
coming onto the, just thinking of some scenarios that we've had, people will order tough and glass for something. I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, just mm. here's the size. And we recommend, no, 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 we need to measure that. No, 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 you don't. Or we'll just modify it later. You can't modify you can't. a tough and glass. You, <laughs> you can't modify a tough and laminated products. It's not like cutting a tile or a piece of timber. Often it can't be modified. So chuck it you in the bin. You can't get the planer out and plane no, it. No, it doesn't <laughs> like work like that. <laughs> so that's a big one. Um, specialty glass. Um, just, you know, if you're going to be bothering to, to renovate, mm. look at what's out there. Exactly. So, Inform yeah. yourself. Do yeah. You, do some research. There's so much stuff on So many place. options. Yeah. And different things. I mean, could... ring, ring our team. We consult with people regularly about what's the best thing just because if we take windows as an example just because your window company that you're purchasing your windows from didn't have a certain type of glass doesn't mean you can't have it in your window mm -hmm. they can source that glass from ourselves or someone else if you want something specialized okay you might want self-cleaning glass you might want um, something that's got an acoustic interlayer in it, and they're like, that's not in our standard range, you're just getting that because that's what's in the package. For an extra few hundred dollars, get what you want. Get what you want. You're yeah. already there. Like, yes. why settle? Like, yeah, it really exactly. is. Um, so, yeah, look at look at the specialty glass options that are available. Waterproofing's a big one. People think, what's waterproofing got to do with glass? Oh, heaps. Okay. So not just about bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Um, the amount of people that I've said, oh, just screw that into the floor when you're installing a shower screen. What? Yeah. We don't we don't penetrate the waterproofing water that's already there. Exactly. Um, that opens it up. Yeah. It's like, like opening up the can of worms, as they say, and then that, you're in for problems. Yes, and that comes yeah. back to everyone wants wet areas now um, yes. and walk-in showers. There's so, a whole other lot of rules around this. That's that? right. So it's checking that that's done correctly before... Um, the glass and also balustrading. A lot of people don't associate waterproofing with that. That's a good point. Tell us about that. So, look, if you're tiling outside, mm. you don't, you, that waterproofing needs to happen. Sometimes we need to put the order of it is that if we're putting spigots down or a channel down, mm. that needs to happen in conjunction in the right order with the waterproofing, not just all the waterproofing and tiling done and then we come and like screw said, everything you're not, down. You're not the finishing trade. You should have been part of Correct. the conversation and the process. Absolutely, and that often yes. is overlooked. It's a real big one. Okay. Um, another, just another couple that I have here, um, access, honey, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. happens all the time. Um, finishing trade. Oh, we'll just get the shower screen in last. They've... Jip rocks, they put the beautiful stone vanity in. Guess what? The shower screen doesn't fit through the door. Oh. It's in the way of the vanity. Yes. Um, retrofitting glass, they take the scaffold down. We can't get to the outside of the building. When we measured the job, it was there. They didn't consult with us and they don't realise it's an outside glaze. That happens often. Um, Which is a cost to oh, absolutely because the scaffold is so expensive, incredibly expensive, yeah. and that needs to be pre-planned. Yeah, <laughs> even um, big architectural pieces of glass inside a home, whether it's um, you know around the stairwell or some feature piece, mm -hmm. don't put your brand new front door in 
again, how, do you, how are you going to get that big? It's not just about big shower panels. Yes. It's just think about the openings. You yes. need to get men through the door. I shouldn't say men. Yeah. Men and women, strong people carrying glass that are trained to do so, yeah. through the opening <laughs> into the right place. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big one. And I guess um, also underestimating lead times with glass, mm-hmm. particularly post-COVID. How are you finding that? It's got a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it has, it has got a lot better. Um, there is some limitations in um, in what we're getting out of China and Malaysia and, and sometimes Thailand mm-hmm. is where a lot of the glass for Australia is coming from now. So yes. we're still only manufacturing probably 20% or slightly less okay. of what we require um, for our country. And mm-hmm. some of it is... Like we don't do a lot of the obscure or specialty stuff. A right. lot of that's done overseas. Okay. The decorative, interesting, obscure patterns. So some of that that we did see, whatever's left here now, is that's it. We okay. can't make it. So if someone breaks something, they go, "Oh, this is my front door side light. I just want that piece. We just can't get it anymore." Okay. So there is some of those lead limitations yeah. um, in product and lead, but lead times are not too bad. Okay, actually. yeah, not good. Yep. So to wrap up our conversation today, if Helen and I were to give one piece of advice when it comes to um, glass and your windows, would be, and I can't tell you how many times people come through the door with their plans and we'll say, well, this window's doing this, that window's doing that, and the homeowner says to us, oh, I didn't, oh, why is that window there? As you said, 30%, repeating myself, people need to sit down with their architect or their building designer or, you know, specialist like yourself who is in the know and review every single window that is going into their home. Don't you feel like that people, because we'll say that window is going to affect where the vanity is going. We'd like to shift that to the right. And did you know that's a fixed panel? Don't you want that to be ventilated? So architects are fabulous. They look at the exterior of the building, but the internal functioning, Mm. you need to review every single window. Absolutely. So a big um, point to make about that that I've seen a lot lately is when they brought in the legislation to restrict the hold, um, open of or closing of windows for kids not falling yes. out of windows, which was so important. Yes. Um, look, don't quote me. I think it's one twenty-five mil um, yeah. gap. Yeah. Um, so what we saw, and again, I'm not a window um, fabricator, but mm. I reglaze windows all day, every day. Um, we saw a, a rush of the awning style yes. window, which prevents kids from falling out, which is great. However, you don't get any air. Yes. So the amount of people that were saying, oh, I didn't realise I was getting that window. And yeah. can you, they'll ring us and say, can you do anything about that? So I will refer them to a another window fabricator mm-hmm. um, that's an Agua member in the area that's near them. Um, or we could retrofit, you know, louvers potentially yeah. into that frame so they can get more ventilation. But, yeah, that's a classic. It's understanding the functionality of each individual piece of glass yes. on the exterior of your building. Yep. Bathrooms are a big one, always overlooked. Yes. Um, no ventilation, privacy is often an issue, or they renovate their whole bathroom and they have the original window in there and they go, Oh, that glass is awful. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it match that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so absolutely huge. Um, d- definitely recommend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You spent time with your architect, building designer, yeah. going and, and your interior designer, yeah. looking at space and flow, yeah. look at your windows. A, a look at them carefully. Give them a lot of consideration. Yeah, so for people that have existing windows that don't want to change all of their windows, there is, there is so much we can do mm-hmm. just with... Um, 
with changing the glass. That's a great point. People, I, I think people don't think about oh, that, do they? It, it's so they just think, oh, I'm stuck yeah. with that and I can't change it. Yeah, you, you can change it. You can change the glass. You can change the glass depending on your window frame. You can make it more acoustic, more energy efficient. You can create more airflow. You mm -hmm. can make it more private, more modern. There's stacks of things you can do. Uh, on the energy efficient side, whilst you won't be able to fit a double glazed unit mm -hmm. in your existing frame that is built for a single piece yes. of glass, um, there's stuff that you can do and it's not super expensive. So on the energy efficient side, um, one thing to reduce solar control, because that's our main thing in Australia, um, is great. It's such yeah. an understated glass. It's not a coated surface glass. It's easy to clean whilst it's not a specialised energy efficient glass. Just having that tone. Don't just it, taking the edge off. You, you can, it, oh, mm. it, it will do heaps. And especially in a room, like a bedroom, where you don't have to have stacks and stacks of, you know, bright light. Yeah, because you're only sleeping in space. That's or, it. Or kids studying. Exactly. You're, you're there are lots of, of yeah, it. especially if it's west-facing. I'd put grey in straight away as the most cheap. Great tip. Cost-effective way to do it. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. Good to Cheers. see you again. I love these glasses. Cheers. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Two Gins in Design podcast. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and insights on the world of design and construction. We look forward to our next episode with more design inspiration, tips from the experts and a behind the scenes look at our latest projects. If you want more design information or simply want to check out our portfolio of projects, visit our website at mcraeandlynch.com.au and our Instagram, McRae and Lynch Designs. And feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels if you have any comments, questions or even topics you'd like us to discuss. And please, don't forget to leave us a rating and review. Thanks again for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love you to share it with your friends and family. We look forward to catching up with you on our next episode. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Cheers.